guys. Welcome to the Lightly Salted Podcast. This is our 13th episode of the podcast. And if you've listened from the very beginning, thank you so much for all of your endless support. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. We drop new episodes on Thursdays, and Nikki and I basically use this podcast as a space for cultivating inspiration and growth, and we really just have conversations that are relatable and comforting, and you know, we want to be the podcast that you turn to when you're feeling euphoric and unstoppable, but we also want to be the podcast that you turn to when you're feeling down and lonely and like you're just going through the thick of it because hopefully some of the things that we share about our lives will resonate with you to get you through some of those rough times in life and also help remind you to stay present and grateful when you are feeling really good. So let us know if you think we're doing a good job with hosting this show. You can leave us a rating and review on Apple or Spotify if you haven't already. It truly does help us out so much. Also, you can follow us on Instagram. We're so close to wrapping up the first season of this podcast, but we're going to be sharing a lot of what is to come over on our Instagram at the Lightly Salted Podcast. I'll drop that link in the show notes so that you can follow us and see everything that happens behind the scenes of these conversations. This episode was super fun to record because Nikki was able to bring her baby girl to our recording space. Evie Rue is six weeks old now. I can't believe how fast she's growing, and I just loved getting to see Nikki fully embracing motherhood and this chapter of life and just showing up to do the podcast while having her baby girl right there. It was just so awesome to get to take all of that in and see how she's been navigating all of this. So that's another reason why I love the podcast so much because you guys really get to see us fully in each phase of our lives. And I think right now we're both experiencing a lot of growth and change and it's just super fun to be able to share that with all of our listeners. So with all of that being said, we're so glad that you're here and tuning in for this one and we love you all and appreciate you guys following along as we navigate our constantly changing lives. So let's dive into this conversation where you guys asked us questions and we answered. We had so much fun doing this. Hopefully we do this again in the future. I hope that you guys like it and we'll catch you on the other side. This is going to be a fun one. I feel like we have so much to cover. I know, me too. And I also feel like um, we should do, I have like a little rapid fire thing oh, that sure. we could do too. And I think that they'll be like just kind of fun, yeah. fun questions. Okay. And I think they'll be hopefully kind of easier to answer. Okay, <clears throat> perfect. Okay. Where did I send this to you? I feel like we talk so much. Hold on. I know. Um, okay, so for our listeners, we are doing a Q&A. So yes. on our social media, Nikki put just like, you know, ask us anything type of thing. And people submitted answer questions for us to answer. So that's what this is going to be. Yeah. We're going to do like a little get to know your hosts. Yes. Of the pod. And that way you guys can kind of get to know us a little bit more too. We've obviously had a lot of guests on, which has been really awesome, but yeah, um, our solo episodes are doing pretty well too. And mm-hmm. it kind of allows you guys to know like where we're coming from and who we are and kind of the people behind the podcast. So yeah. Yeah. We're excited. Mm-hmm. We'll definitely do more of these if you guys like them. Yeah. Um, okay. So I guess to start, 
Maybe we can start with our like highs and lows or our peak and pit. Okay. I don't know what I like the terminology better on. I know. Um, I love the peak and pit. Me too. Okay. So I don't know if you want to do just like over the last month or over the last week. I yeah. guess this week. Like okay. what was your peak of this week and this then week? maybe your pit? My peak was spending time with Mark. We had like Aww. a lot of really good nights and stuff together that. and yeah. So um, that's my peak. Yeah. I love it. My pit. Let me think. Of the week. Oh my gosh. I haven't taken any time to like reflect on my week. Your week so far. Um, With your peak mm, though, what mm-hmm. um, what did you guys do this week? Like obviously you spent a little bit more time together, but yeah, we did. Did you do anything fun? I feel like we just really vibed well. And oh, like good. we were, you know, like when you're just in like a great flow yeah. and it's just like fun. What did we do this week? Um, We really didn't even go out and do anything fun. It was just like every night we just like ended up hanging, hanging out, out and enjoying each other's company. Yeah. And that's nice. I mean, he seems excited too about – Yeah. Um, So they're renovating their basement. Oh, um, yeah. And we're going to create a podcast studio down there. Um, yes. Our Uncle Bob – well, my Uncle Bob is allowing us to do that. So that's yeah. super cool. So Mark's excited because he's framing it. I know. I'm so excited for that. So – um, yeah, we, I live with my in-laws and they are, yeah, redoing their basement. So we've been recording like in different rooms throughout the house, <laughs> but now we're going to have a space. It'll be fun. Yeah. Um, okay. Pit for the week. Um, I don't know. And if you Let don't have thinking. a pit, that's a good thing. <laughs> it was a, I mean, I will, it was I will finally take a, a week, week without a pit. That's I'm, good. I'm not going to lie. November was a tough month for me. Yeah. So... There were some pits throughout November, but like this week was good in particular. Good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that it kind of had an upside and we're starting yeah. December strong. Yes. So that's good. Absolutely. Yeah. What um, are your pit and peak? Oh, I feel like for – so a peak for me this week, I don't know. Evie was just really like – I don't want to say she was really good, but she was really good. Like she was just very like relaxed. We discovered our like wooden play gym and she loves it. Oh, um cool. So she was able to like – I was able to move four days this week, like get in physical movement and actually do like a 30-minute workout video from home. Nice. Um, which was nice. Four days out of the last five. So I I felt really good about that. And the day that I didn't, I honestly could have, but my body was very sore. sore so I should have just done like yoga or something. Yeah. Um, but I've been doing like a mind and body block with like Pilates and bar and she's been able to like hang out on her little mat right next to me. And so – I guess peak was just like finding the time to move. Yeah. Um, and just find ways to include her in that. And then a pit for me this week, I had to pack up all of her newborn clothes. And that is like a peak <laughs> and a pit in itself because it's exciting to see her grow and get bigger. But like yeah. putting all those little pants away and like it was just honestly devastating a little bit, a little bit heartbreaking. So I cleaned out her little wardrobe and I got all her zero to three month stuff in the wardrobe and got all of her newborn sizes out. And I had to like put away some of my favorite onesies that she's been wearing. And so it was just, uh, I don't know, just a sad, yeah. <laughs> sad little moment. But no, other than that, it was, it was a pretty good week this week. So yeah. It's already like so many little milestones. I feel like she's it's growing. Crazy. And, Six yeah. weeks. I'm like halfway mm-hmm. through my maternity leave, and so I'm already yeah. like starting to think like what it's going to look like when I start like going back mm-hmm. to work, and like I shouldn't be thinking about that already, but I am. So it just yeah. 
trying to figure out how all those pieces are going to like move together and what our plan's going to be for childcare and yeah, all of the yeah. things. Yeah. But six weeks. I mean, this time of year flies as it is. Like mm-hmm. the holidays always go so fast. And the fact that it's December, like it's going to be the new year before mm-hmm. we even know it. And true. It just moves so fast. Yep. So it's so true. Yeah. Wild. I'm glad you can enjoy it though. Like yeah. enjoy and well, it's nice. Yeah. It's nice to be able to slow down too because, like I said, like this this season is always like hustle and bustle, and it is. I mean, definitely we were overstimulated on Thanksgiving for sure. Just yeah. the two different family dynamics and just everybody needing to meet her. So it was it was mm-hmm. a lot, um, a lot of a lot of people to get her introduced to, and then worrying about sicknesses and everything else that's yes. going on just with a newborn and navigating that. But yeah. It does. It just – it flies so fast. And yeah. Yeah. I thought Thanksgiving was so much fun. It was so much <laughs> fun. I hope everybody listening had a fun Thanksgiving too. But yeah. we definitely – we got to play games as a family mm-hmm. and um, just enjoy company. And everybody kind of hung out for a while. They like did. it was – it was definitely nice. Yeah. So. Even Grandma and Grandpa Sturk. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they all stayed a little bit longer. Like sometimes I feel like especially because our family got together a little bit later in the day, that yeah. tends to be like people start getting – leave a little bit earlier because right. they got work the next day and everything right. else. But it actually – everybody was able to stay a little bit longer. So it was really nice. Yeah, it was super fun. Um. Okay. So should we do the rapid fire one? Sure. Okay, we'll go into some like easier rapid fire fun <laughs> questions and then we'll go into some more of the questions that you guys asked. And I'm excited to answer those too. Um, okay, so Liz, I just have like, I think I'm just going to pull like three or four from here. Okay. And ask you. Do you sleep with your closet doors open or closed? Closed for sure. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Actually, no, I don't even have closet doors. <laughs> That's one of the things that is in renovation. But if I did have closet doors, you bet your bottom dollar they'd be closed. Absolutely. Do you take the shampoo and conditioner bottles from hotels? Yes. (laughs) Do you? I think I would too. Um, Do you sleep with your sheets tucked in or out? Um, Tucked tucked out. Like the top sheet is like tucked out. Yeah. Yeah. Have you stolen a street sign before? No, but Mark has. Yeah. Yeah, he stole one that said like "rough road ahead." You oh, know, that's fun. Did he hang it in his room or anything? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's funny. And then I feel like growing up, we used to try to take like traffic cones. Yeah, I don't know why we did that, but I never took a traffic cone. But I in high school, I think, and it was not my decision. It was not my choice, but I was friends with um, a girl named Katie and she was a little bit of a rebel in her own funny way. And we stole a a sign out of like a neighborhood and then put it on some of our friends' porches and I'm sure their parents weren't happy. So if the (laughs) Asterleys are listening, I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, Do you like to use post-it notes? Love post-it notes. I have post-it notes all over my office. I'm a sticky um, note person too, yeah, for sure. Love them, for sure. Do you always smile for pictures? Yes. Yep. Me I do too. not like my serious face. Like really, you know? Yeah. I yeah. feel like your serious face is so good. You like think there so? were some pictures that I was going through that Haley took of us for the podcast, yeah. and I loved them. Really? And they you had a little bit more of a serious expression, mm-hmm. huh? Yeah. I do feel like I always end up just big cheesing. Yeah. I big cheese even if I'm taking somebody else's photo. Me too. Me too. What is your biggest pet peeve? Um, Any like sounds. I'm a big um, like 
people eating or just like soft sounds. What is that called? Like the... It's not like white noise. Not white noise, but the... You know how people do like ASMR? No. What is that? It's like when you talk into a microphone like really... um, Like you try to pronunciate things just... Okay. Or they like... They'll like crack... um, like a bag of chips or something into like a microphone i don't know anything like that like sounds is like a pet peeve of mine okay yeah i get i i definitely mine is people chewing with their mouths open yeah or like being able to hear people chew yes and then i probably you can probably hear me chew too sometimes i know probably the same for me yeah chewing drives me crazy chewing's definitely my pet peeve and honestly i think my only one i really don't have like other other things that mm -mm. make you irritable nope yeah i think chewing is that is it for me too. I feel yeah. like that's like my biggest one. I don't know if I have other ones. I probably do. I think that's all I have. There's tons. Those were good I ones. mean, I could literally go on and on. There's Those are good ones. On that list. <laughs> um, okay. So some of the questions that rolled in. Yes. Favorite food, like your favorite homemade meal. What would that be? I am like a meat and potatoes girl. Like I love a pot roast. I love like chicken pot pie. Like comfort. Chicken pot pie is so good. So I'm comfort good. food too. Like yeah. soup would probably mm-hmm. be my go-to. Soup, chili. I love soup. Yeah. Like broccoli and cheddar soup is probably like my jam. Yeah. But yeah, just creamy, delicious mm-hmm. soups. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like sometimes the homemade soups are just the best. They're so good. Mm-hmm. That's like one thing that with my rehearsal dinner when Keegan and I got married, we did – his mom did like crock pot soups. Yeah. And that was like our whole rehearsal dinner. There was probably six or seven different flavors of soups. And they were so good. That is such a good idea. And then you guys did pies too, didn't you? Like mm-hmm. soups and pies. Yeah, it was just cozy, which was good because it was at least the rehearsal dinner day. Our wedding day was really nice during the day. Then it did get really cold, but our rehearsal dinner was like rainy, torrential downpour. So soup was like perfect. Yeah. So comforting. Yeah. Comforting and good. What's your favorite? Oh, you said soup. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. I think soup. I'm, I mean, I'm a huge like, I really love carbs too. So like pasta, any kind of pasta, but I've been getting into like spaghetti squash more. So Mm -hmm. trying to make that a little bit more of like a healthy shift. Um, but I do like, I could, I could eat pasta any, any time and like cream based sauces, which is (laughs) terrible, but like an Alfredo or a tomato cream Mm -hmm. sauce, Grace and Mario do the best. I mean, Mario's Italian, but they always do like the best Italian dishes and Grace made some tomato cream pasta the other day that was so good and then she had we actually had them at thanksgiving but like the little bread with the cheese and Mm -hmm. like the balsamic reduction like paste on top or whatever with some tomatoes that was so good yes with the sun-dried tomatoes i Mm. really want some of their cooking like it is after yeah i was like grace i need like recipes yeah because they always do like and they love to cook at home it's so cute actually they do they do a lot of like home-cooked meals and I they love do, that. Yeah, they do really good Italian dishes. So, yeah, homemade ones. That's probably what I would go to. What about um, like guilty pleasure food? Honestly, or candy or snack. Like, what would your? Yeah, I feel like my snacks would be like trail mix. Honestly, like I oh, love good trail mix. And that's a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> like I could eat like a whole bag though. Like it. Like love trail mix. Or honestly. Like ice cream. Ice cream's great. I love ice cream. But those are really it. Like I'm not really like a French fry or like chips and things like that. Yeah. I don't really gravitate towards those too much. I feel like mine 
I, I don't know. I think it would probably be goldfish crackers. I love goldfish crackers. I could literally eat a whole gallon of goldfish crackers, which is embarrassing, <laughs> but I do love goldfish crackers. Goldfish are good. And lately, what is the – they're probably really high in carbs too, but there's like a brand called Nature's Bakery. I don't know if you've heard of that, but they have like a strawberry oatmeal bar. I know exactly what you're talking so about. So delicious. Yes. Like it ha- – I don't even know. I'll yep. have to share. I'll have to share it. it. They're so good. They are so good. I really I keep love- finding myself putting them in my Meyer pickup orders. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I even <laughs> discovered them, but they're really good. I love the apple one. That's been – I feel like that's been another one too. Like doing like yogurt parfaits at home. Delicious. Or – I love Honeycrisp apples. That was my only yeah. food aversion during my first trimester of pregnancy is I would puke if I ate apples, oh, which wow. was so depressing because I love like a Honeycrisp apple with caramel or Honeycrisp apple with peanut butter. Um, I actually got this from Erica from one of her stories. Yeah. But an apple with yogurt and a little bit of peanut butter. Yeah. Like mixed together. So good. Yep. Erica has some great recipes that yeah. she's stuck to, especially during her 75 hard I feel like she inspired me on a lot of a lot of mine. To hit my protein, I always just did egg whites. But yeah. she was a lot more creative. Yeah. I should have taken some of her like chicken <laughs> recipes and stuff. Oh. It's hard though. I feel like I I often fall back to like just grilled chicken and like vegetables, you know, yeah. sauteed vegetables. If I'm trying to like eat healthy or whatever. Well, and it's something that's easy and that you can kind of yeah. like make a routine of, which yeah. I think is a huge part of it to any sort of like sticking to any sort of like wellness regimen or anything like that is mm-hmm. just being able to do things that you don't have to put too much thought into, like yeah. be able to kind of create a routine around it. Okay. So one of the questions that we got on here was to share our stories with our significant others. So Mark and Alyssa's story yeah. and then mine and Keegan's story. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Oh, it doesn't matter to me. You can go first. Okay. <laughs> if you, Unless you want me to go first. No, I can go first. Um, okay. So yeah, I met Keegan in 2009. Um, I'm trying to think how many years that is. So yeah, we started dating in 2009. That's a long time. It's like 14 years. Yeah. I think I was thinking about this and I have been with him longer than I've been without him, which is just a crazy, like when you think about my lifespan, like I've been with him more years than I've been without him. So that's really crazy to think about. But yeah, I met him in 2009. We met in Spanish class. I swear Mrs. Dykroff was our Spanish teacher and I think that she was like trying to set people up with her seating charts because I don't think Keegan and I really wanted anything to do with each other. Like he was kind of um, like the flirty that he like picks on you flirty mm-hmm. and I don't think I was having it. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but he tripped me one day when I was going to get my pencil um, sharpened and then he took my I think he took my agenda and like put his phone number in it when he was going to the bathroom like he used mine to get his bathroom pass or whatever because we had yeah. to like sign out through our agendas um and he put his number in there and then we started dating which so is crazy clever. to think about yeah, yeah he was a smart one um I never actually heard how you guys met yeah so, so we met in Spanish class I was a sophomore and he was a junior yeah, back in 2009. And then we – I'm trying to think. Our first date, we went and saw the movie Up. And, yeah, we dated all through high school. Um, he – when he ended up leaving for college, he went to Alma College, um, which was 
not that far away. It was like an hour and a half away, but distance was a little bit hard. And we did um, break up for like a year and a half during college. But I think that that was really needed on both of our parts. I think that we both had different trials and stuff, but we were very much like needing to grow up through them. And I think that for anybody who's like high school sweethearts, you you have to go through some yeah. of that. Like especially if that's the only person that you're with and going to be with for the rest of forever. Like you have to mm-hmm. figure out and make sure that that's like the right move, like the person that you do want to be with. So um, we did. We broke up for a year and a half, kind of figured out ourselves, grew separately. And we were still obviously seeing each other when he would come home every now and again. Um, But we did take like a full two month just break from each other. And it was really nice. And I think it just kind of solidified that that was the route that we wanted to go. And we ended up getting back together after a year and a half of being broken up. His granny had passed away and then he reached back out. So I think that that was just like a, Mm -hmm. I don't know, you go through a time yeah. That's really hard and you obviously reach back out to people that are in your corner kind of thing. Yeah. So we ended up getting back together and then I want to say that that was in like 2013 or 2014 and then we've been together again ever since. Got married in 2019? Yeah. Got married yeah. in 2019 and then now we've been married for 4 years. So, wow. Yeah. How did he propose to you? I feel like I never heard that story either. Um, so we were actually up in the UP. So we we do a trip every year up to Lake Superior. Um, I'm from Escanaba and I still have family up in like the Munising Marquette area. And so um, – and Keegan's got ties to the UP as well. We got married on Lake Huron. So his family has always traveled to that side where my family has always gone more to Lake Superior. But we always go camping every year. And um, we had gone – camping that summer and he actually proposed. So we, I think it was like the last night of our vacation. And I was to the point where I was like, dude, I have been dating this kid for 10 years. Like (laughs) I am ready. Let's get hitched. Like I was like, so there like five years ago, which glad it didn't happen. Cause obviously we had a lot of growing that we needed to do like separately and Mm -hmm. just were not at that point yet. But when he did propose. It was our last night of our vacation. I was sure as shit that it was not going to happen. So I think I had just solidified in my brain that that ship had sailed. And then um, we were on the beach and we were going in and doing like the polar plunge because Lake Superior is freezing. So we did that. And I remember us getting out of the water and me thinking that he was just really cold, but he was definitely like acting a little fidgety, a little off and a little nervous. And then Yeah, he took a knee, and I don't remember what he said. I don't think he remembers what he said, and I am sure that it didn't come out very clearly um, because he was very nervous and I was very excited. And Mm -hmm. so I think that I just blacked out, and we were engaged. (laughs) (laughs) And then the whole ride home was bliss, and I was so excited. (laughs) But yeah, it was literally, I think, that he proposed like right before we left. Like It was like the last night. Wow last opportunity to do it up there yeah so it happened that's so cool yeah oh how about you and mark so um our story is really interesting we have known each other for a long time i was eight years old and he was 12 years old when i first like when we first met each other so mark this is so fun to hear like the whole (laughs) backstory of it too yeah so 
Mark has an older brother and then I have a few older brothers, but Mark's brother Jordan and my brother Mike are like the same age and they were friends in school, like in middle school. And then my brother Matt and Mark were the same age. And so they became friends through like our brothers. And then um, like Matt and Mark were like inseparable. They were just like best friends through middle school, high school and after like Mm-hmm. So Mark was always around and like always at my house um, for so many years there, like in high school and stuff. But it was never like a romantic thing. I mean, I would always joke and like say that I thought he was cute and like I had a crush on him. But it is funny, actually. I did always say I was going to marry him. Like, really? Yeah. From the time I was like little. And I actually had friends who reached out to me after our wedding, and they were like, I think it's awesome that you ended up marrying him. Because like, you had talked about yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. I wondered if you had ever like crushed on him growing up. Too. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think I was like in middle school, and I was like, yep, I'm going to like marry him. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. And then um, I went to college, and I feel like I didn't see – my brothers or like my um like any of their friends or really like any friends from our like area growing up where did you go to college I only went to Grand Valley I didn't go like far away but I just um I like stopped hanging out with like a lot of friends and then after college I started coming around again and Mark and I would see each other like because we all had mutual friends you know Mm -hmm. and so we would see each other just in passing like it was pretty much at like parties or games or whatever yeah and then we started dating in 2019 so it was really only four years ago that we started dating okay because you guys did start dating like right after Keegan and I got married Mm -hmm. it was like right after yeah it was like right after so we had been like talking uh like in the fall yeah around like this time of year is when we really went on like our first date and stuff four years ago so okay so timing is so crazy Mm because he was obviously at a spot where he was single yep and had been in a relationship so he was single were you had you dated anybody through college and stuff yeah so I had dated people too and like I think that's it too like we were just never single like at the the same time and everything like that but we definitely like always had just a special relationship like I remember I would always go to Mark even before like my own brothers sometimes just as like a good like hey I want to get your like thoughts on this or like can I like yeah like he was always such a good sounding board for me and I don't know he just always like listened so well to me even when I was younger and then like that never really went away like I remember he came to like my 21st birthday party and he was like I would never miss it like whatever just because I don't know. Like we were always close, even if it wasn't in that way. Had like feelings for you growing up, like where you were like, "I'm gonna marry him." But was he always like pretty standoffish because of his relationship with your brothers? For sure, for sure. Like respected that boundary. Yeah, and I think like he always said too, like it never even crossed my mind because that just wasn't what I would think about. You know, code a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad we ended up you know, just reconnecting again yeah. and decided to start dating. He was very nervous. <laughs> was he? Yeah. About the uh, dynamic with yes. your brothers? Okay. Yep. Just he was like um, – Well, and just not wanting to like if it didn't go well. Yep. Then exactly. that puts him in an awkward – and your brothers in an awkward spot too. Yeah. Like kind of the whole family because you guys grew up together. Totally. 
So um, I'm glad it worked out. <laughs> me too. <laughs> me too. So yeah, we dated for a couple of years and then he proposed to me um, and we had like a year long engagement and then we just got married this past April. So oh my gosh, it does it's feel crazy. like so it fast. It feels like it's but been longer than that too. Like I feel like you guys have been married for a lot longer than yeah. just, what is that? Like eight months? Yeah. Eight months. That's what we say too. Like it feels like forever, but I think it's just because we have known each other for, for so, so long. long. Like yeah. a life, like a lifetime, basically. Mm-hmm. Same thing. You've known him longer than your time yeah. without him. Yeah. Um. With your engagement, how did he propose? It was really sweet. He he knows that I love the snow. Like I just think it's so beautiful mm-hmm. when it snows around us. And so he waited until like the first snowfall of the year. Okay. And we took a walk. It was so pretty and snowy. And um, he proposed like on the walking trail. But it was so funny because he was like adamant that we went on that walk. It was like a Saturday morning. Mm -hmm. And he woke up like really early. He was like, let's go. And I was like, what is going on? Like (laughs) acting a little squirrely. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's a lot of pressure. (laughs) So much pressure. And then I – I wore like a Santa hat and like like lights around my <laughs> around my neck because I was just like being funny and I thought we were just like having fun before like Christmas because it was in December. Yeah. And um was he like take that shit off? Yeah, he was like he was like, you might want to change. And I was like, <laughs> it's just a walk. And then um yeah, I understood why afterwards. Oh, but so it was so funny. And then yeah, he proposed like on the end of the walking trail and it was just like probably perfect. thought about it the entire walk. The entire walk. Was he off the oh, whole walk? Totally. Yeah. Did you know? I did. I was like, what is going on? Like yeah. he just <laughs> <laughs> something is so weird. Yeah. Oh, that is so funny. Yeah. I mean, it is something that you would be so nervous about. Like, even mm-hmm. if roles were reversed, I feel like I would be so adamant about yeah. the details. Do you do you know if he told other people? I like, know. Like, did it Kim know? Yes. Yep. I know that. Um that was another thing too. We had like, I asked um, Bob and Kim if they wanted to hang out like that night and yeah. go see like the Christmas lights and stuff. And they were like, maybe, like, we'll just, we'll see. And I was like, you guys always want to like hang out. Yeah, like, what you is totally want to be included. Yeah. Um, but then I knew like the next day I was like, oh, like that's why you didn't know, you know, what we would be feeling like after. Yeah. Did they? Did you but, guys end up doing something yeah, together? Yeah, we did. Oh, we actually fun. went out to dinner with them and kind of celebrated, and then we saw the Christmas lights. Aww. It was a really fun day. I love that. Yeah, Mark and I came home and made breakfast after. We like spontaneously stopped at the store and got like all these – we had a huge breakfast and celebrated and yeah. But um, I know that he told his parents, and I believe he told his brother, and then he asked my brothers um, – if like it would be okay if he married me so he took my brothers out to dinner and then asked them all of them he took mike and matt out to dinner i love that yeah i know that was really sweet when he told he told me that i feel like that'd be a lot of pressure for him too yeah yeah he'd be so nervous totally he told me that like after he proposed that he had asked them and i like started crying because it's so special did they respond positively i'm sure that they did yeah like i feel like as Especially as you get older, like you would want you'd want your sister to end up with somebody mm-hmm. that you know is a stand-up guy. You know yeah. what I mean? That's so cute. Yeah. I love that. Um, are you in the process of or planning to get yoga certified? So I've looked into this a lot because I 
wanted to get my certification really badly, like about a year ago. But I think like, so from the research that I like read up on, it's 200 hours. Okay. And there's so many local studios who offer certification classes and they all kind of do like their own structure and format and everything. Okay. Um, You know, some people will do like, they'll break up the 200 hours in like three months or whatever. Yep. The way I feel about it right now is my brothers and I have actually talked about it. So Mike and me and Matt. Okay. Um, Because we all kind of want to get our certification, but we oh, actually, cool. if we were to do it, we'd want to go abroad and do it in Peru. You have Peru. said this. Yeah. Peru. Okay. So yep. last time I talked to you, you didn't have like a specific, a specific location. Place. Yeah. You knew that you wanted to go somewhere else yeah. to get certified, which I feel yeah. like is just a super cool experience in itself. I think so too. It's like instead of doing it, you know, over the course of three months or five months or whatever, it's like a three-week thing. You go there and all you do is yoga for three right. weeks, like full days, like full eight-hour days of yoga and meditation. And Can you imagine just being able to like – unplug and I don't know what that would look like from work and everything else but like that is so cool it would be so amazing so it would either be uh, Peru or Bali because Bali has really good ones too but um I would love to do it with my brothers honestly like I don't think I would it'd be such a cool experience it would be so so cool so if I was to do yoga certification that's how I would do it I love it Mm mm-hmm Yep. What does something like that like? Do, have you looked into like the cost of that at all? Yeah. So abroad, it's actually cheaper than it is here because it's so, so like commercialized funny. here and stuff. Yeah. If you do it here, it's like between when I looked, it was like between like two thousand and like thirty five hundred. Assumed was a couple thousand. Yeah. Yeah. And if you go abroad, it's like a thousand, and then you have like your, your travel, yeah, whatever. your stay, and your mm-hmm. um. Yeah, airfare and but stuff. sometimes the stay is like included in the package, and then you just have the airfare and yeah. And whatever. a lot of times, like even when you're looking in like travel apps and stuff, a lot of times, like I feel like places are more affordable. Yeah, than what uh, you'd expect. Definitely, I think so too. That's so cool. Just the whole experience of it yeah. would be so transformational and like life changing mm-hmm. in itself too. Yeah, that's a cool way to to do it, as opposed to just yeah. doing like a studio here. Exactly. And then so. if you're doing it here, at least from I guess that we've talked to or other people that I have personally known and asked, like they're still incorporating that into which maybe that's more feasible, but like still having like a nine to five workload right. and everything else and then doing that on like their weekend time or their evenings. Yeah. And that's just so much. Like it doesn't it allow you lot. to fully like yeah. unplug where yeah. I feel like you would be able to fully carve out that time for mm-hmm. yourself if you did go somewhere else. Yeah. And like you said, like make it such a transformational journey because that's the other thing too and why I haven't done it yet is like what am I going to do with a yoga certification? I don't actually want to be like a yoga instructor is the thing. I just love – like when we have our property someday, I really want to do like yoga on the farm or something like that. Like I just want to do cool things like that where I can get big groups together and like have events. Um, And kind of like yoga under the willow. Exactly. That's been – or yoga by the willow. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. It's yoga been by really, I mean, that was really cool this summer too. I know. Like, I, I really want to do it again. Yeah. yeah. So cool. Yeah. So, yeah. 
We're going to take a quick pause to hear a word from our sponsors. You guys know that Nikki and I love yoga, so we had to partner with a company that sold yoga mats and apparel, but not just any yoga mats. We really wanted to work specifically with Yoloha Yoga because they sell sustainably sourced cork yoga mats. They are all natural, free of any harsh chemicals, and super comfortable, supportive, and they have the perfect grip to allow for optimal performance. Head over to yolohayoga.com forward slash the lightly salted podcast or click on the link in the show notes below to check out their amazing yoga mats. This podcast is also sponsored by BetterHelp. We know that there are a million ways to navigate this life. We talk about it all the time on the podcast, but guess what? You don't have to navigate it alone. BetterHelp is an online therapy platform and they make finding your perfect therapist easy and affordable. They match you with a licensed professional that they think will be a good fit. And if it isn't a good fit, you can easily switch to a different therapist without having to worry about insurance or who is in your network because none of that should prevent you from getting the support you deserve. So if you're interested, click on the link in the show notes below or go to betterhelp.com forward slash lightly salted. Clicking on the link helps to support our show and it also gets you 10% off your first month of BetterHelp. Favorite piece of health advice? Oh, do you want to start with this one or do you want me sure. to start? No, I can start with it. Um, I honestly think, okay, so favorite piece of health advice. There's a couple different things. Um, I feel like one of them is actually something that I got from like one of – and I guess I've learned this from her and just through our whole like kind of friendship and journey together, but through Erica who did her whole episode on – um, her journey with the Live Hard Challenge and 75 Hard. Um, I posted something on our stories recently and it was all about the idea of like the reason I kept going was because I deserved to know what not giving up on myself looked like. And I feel like that's something that from a health standpoint, like I don't think I realized it until I was friends with Erica and saw her go through that whole Live Hard journey and started 75 Hard myself. But you're so capable like of all of the things like you and your brother talked about it too but like your mind will give up Mm -hmm. way before your body will is that I think that's what it is right like your mind your mindset is everything so I think it's just the best piece of health advice that I've ever gotten is to just really look inward almost Mm -hmm. and really focus on like strengthening that mind tool and something that I I feel like I'm going to answer a bunch of bunch of questions all like in this one thought, but I saw something as I was on Instagram the other day and it said intimacy and then it said like it had intimacy equals into me I see. And I thought that that was such a cool thought on just like looking inward. And I think that that is so true. Like if anything in life that comes up and seems to like bother us or that we have like a reaction to sometimes if you just like pause and reflect it's really something that's like inward that's the root like problem behind Mm -hmm. that like it's not even really the situation or the fact that somebody else and what they did upset you like a lot of times there's something that's going on deeper rooted right within ourselves and I think that goes back to Grace's episode on journaling (laughs) and all of the different things like I 
and I was talking to a girl that, wow, I'm a squirrel right now. I am a squirrel. <laughs> we are all over. Um, but I was talking to a girl today at um, a yoga class and we were talking about journaling and the whole idea of journaling. And somebody asked like, where do you start with journaling? And I talked about prompts being something that helps me. But the girl that I was sitting next to was talking about how she starts her journal entries by just describing like the scenery around her and like what's going on and kind of putting yourself in that present moment and then That's your thoughts such flow. a good idea. And I loved that mm-hmm. because I feel like a lot of times that does just like set the tone. Like if you can just like take a moment and wherever you are, be all there. Yes. And like – I don't know. That was a lot of thoughts and my health advice, but I feel like I took that question very much as like mental health over like physical health because I think that that goes hand in hand. Like I feel like you can't be physically healthy healthy Mm -hmm. if your mind isn't right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) No, I loved that answer. That That was was really good. So bad. (laughs) No, I loved it. I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I going to (laughs) say? Hopefully it's more to the point than that. Um, Wow. No, I I love that advice. Mine, if I had to say anything, well, I do have to say something. I love this. This is so therapeutic. Like, we just get it all out there. Yes. Squirrels. We should, like, rename the pod. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, Okay. So mine also comes from an episode on the podcast, the naturopath episode. Mm. So I worked with Christine, the the naturopath who we had on um, this podcast. Like, I think it was episode four, maybe. I'll double check that. So my health advice came from her. And it was basically just Basically, the idea that the body has the ability to heal itself if given the right environment. So I think just understanding our environments and allowing our bodies to thrive and function optimally. So like for me, I found that daily movement and limiting the amount of time I spend on social media and drinking a lot of water and eating pretty clean and limiting sugar is a big one for me and just focusing on bringing my body back to a state of balance and trying to be as natural and clean as I can be. I don't know. I mean, you think about that even with our immune systems, right? Like obviously having a newborn, I'm paranoid that she's going to get sick. Keegan's paranoid that she's going to get sick. But also like how is she going to fight off anything if she's not Mm -hmm. exposed to it? You know what I mean? So it's like – our bodies are resilient right? unless you have unless any sort of like autoimmune, autoimmune. disease or exactly. something. Because that totally changes it. Um, it does. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, for the most part, like I just like to keep my lifestyle pretty simple mm-hmm. because I don't want to like do anything. Like I don't want to like add anything in. I just want my body to op- like be functioning optimally, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I want to eat good food and like stay hydrated and – well, yeah, yeah and not add my in body all the will extra, do it. Like bullshit. Like yeah. just give it what it naturally mm-hmm. naturally will help it thrive. Yeah. I think it's like I don't know, it's it is so crazy to think about like and I'm going back to the immune system thing too cuz I just feel like that's like right in hand with that. But Keegan had sent me something and it was he, it was he was very overwhelmed about parenting when this got sent when he sent this to me, but it was um like a woman who had – she had some sicknesses, whether it be COVID, whether it be just like the flu, whatever it was. And she was like saving her breast milk and she was writing what 
disease or whatever virus or whatever it was that she had on the bags because then if your baby gets the flu or something and you give them that breast milk, it has all the antibodies in it, which I just think is so crazy. That is like it, crazy. Yeah, just yeah. a really wild concept. I remember mm-hmm. him sending that to me and being like, wow, I now feel so unprepared. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just again, like That's your body really cool. operates the mm-hmm. way that it should and mm-hmm. it fights those things off. And Because if, if you are like, you know, optimizing your health in that like perspective, yeah, then – you don't need like a lot of extra supplements and stuff like that. Right. Like that's like often a misconception with natural pathology is that they'll prescribe a lot of supplements and some do, but really you shouldn't need supplements. I even felt that way about like prenatals and mm-hmm. I know that like what I eat probably doesn't have like as not as much like folic acid and all those things, yeah. but like those are things that are naturally occurring that mm-hmm. I very well could look up. Like yeah. if, if somebody told me that I was deficient in iron or folic right. acid or whatever it was, yeah, like I could start eating more spinach or mm-hmm. whatever. It, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. do you really need a supplement for that? Exactly. I don't know. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So going off of that, this is kind of <laughs> – I don't know if this is kind of like contradictory because we were just talking about like not needing <laughs> extra things. Um, but what would you say is your must-have health product? Okay. So honestly – Okay, yeah, so going off that, I do keep it pretty simple, but something that I have incorporated in the last year that I really stand by is protein okay. for women. So it's like in particular because of yeah. our bones and like losing muscle as we age. Mm-hmm. So protein, protein, protein. Like I'll do protein shakes and um, I, I mean, I eat meat, so yeah. um, that's my good source of protein too, but I definitely have like a clean protein that I like to drink and I think it makes a difference. And then collagen. Those are like the two things that I love to include in my, yeah. Do you, for your protein, is it a certain brand or anything that you've like sworn by? Yes. Um, so, okay. There's a couple of really good ones. There's one from Flav City. I'll like include the link. But it has mushrooms in it okay. and collagen in it, okay. and it's pretty clean. Nice. So I really like that one. Otherwise, I do get some from my naturopath, and I don't know the brand names of those because they come in like a very simple mm-hmm. packaging. I'd have I'll like I'll include the link and the name to those two. Yeah, but- that would be. That would be good because I do like protein is so good and it's so energy giving. Mm-hmm. It um, is. So this, and I think that you kind of talked about this a little bit with your episode with Christine too, actually. We've both struggled with digestive issues. Mm, mm -hmm. Um, Yep. (laughs) And so one thing that I've started implementing, and especially being postpartum, I won't get into the details on that, but I have definitely started implementing like a lot more fiber Mm -hmm. um, into my uh, diet and like daily regimen. And I got fiber that has like a collagen mixed in. So that's been really, really nice. And then I actually had... Keegan and I ordered a cat like drinking fountain. Um, and on our doorstep, instead of getting our cat drinking fountain, we got psyllium husk caps delivered, <laughs> which is like basically mushroom powder. Um, and it totally helps with your digestive tract. So I looked that up. We did end up getting our cat drinking fountain too, just in case you guys are wondering. But I was taking the psyllium husk caps too. And those were really, really nice. So that was like an accidental thing that arrived on my doorstep that I've been using for the past year and have really liked. So Nice. Psyllium husk powder. Yeah. 
Um, I've heard that from I don't know if I heard that from my natural path too or what. Yeah. But no, it's yeah. really good. It's I honestly think that it just it helps kind of like clear your digestive tract. Like yeah. it it basically is like a fiber supplement, yeah. I think. But yeah. That's cool. It helps with that. Helps with digestion. Yeah. So that's been something that I've been um mm-hmm. using. This person also asked a couple other must-haves. Um okay. must-have beauty items. Must-have beauty items. So, oh, I'm so excited to hear what you're going to say for this one. I used to love beauty items. That was like my splurge, what mm-hmm. I would splurge on. I loved to like go get facials and do that whole thing. Oh my gosh, good for you. I was like about it. But then <laughs> <laughs> but then I started budgeting really hard when we got engaged and like yeah. planning for the wedding and everything. So, I cut out so much beauty stuff and like just self-care stuff, really. Mm-hmm. I cut out a lot of it. But I do still have some like beauty must-haves. So the things I'm currently using that are my must-haves are Peach and Lily. Have you ever heard of that brand? Mm-mm. I love their – like it's like a three-step thing. So they have like a face wash, a toner, and then a moisturizer. Okay. And then like a little gel that you put on after the moisturizer. So nice. I guess it's four steps. But I love it. It's – um. Just very light. Okay. So I don't know. It just does wonders for my skin. So I like Peach and Lily. Does it have a fragrance? I don't think so. Okay. But maybe like an Some aloe. Some fragrances drive me crazy. Yeah. Um, specifically, I just had – I just bought makeup and it's Ilia brand, which is oh, like a natural yeah. – like really natural brand. The foundation has like a terrible scent really? to it. Yes. I and almost so I bought that. I honestly don't love it. That's good to I know. I love it. I like their concealer. I really like their blush. And okay. like they, their blush is like kind of multi-purpose. So you use it on like your lips, your cheeks, yeah. everything. And I do really love that. Like there are some products that I stand by, but I did not like the foundation. And it was that's because it know. smells chemically. Yeah. For being something that's all natural, like you just wouldn't think it'd have a scent. But yeah. I don't yeah. like that. I don't like when no. things smell too much. Nope. So love that. I have like a jade roller. Have you ever used a jade roller? Um, Yes. Love that. I Mine is um, rose quartz yes. that I've used, but yeah. I was just – somebody was just talking to me actually at Wheatland about like the stones. Yes. And it wasn't a roller, but it was like a – she like used yeah. this – Yeah. Just the stone yeah. part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I forget so what cool. that's called. I don't but, know what it's called, yeah. but it felt good. Like mm-hmm. she had one and it was really nice. Yeah. I love those. Yeah. That's like So jade is the one that you use? Okay. Mm-hmm. I like the jade one. Jade roller. Mm-hmm. Nice. Do you like put that in like a skincare fridge or like the fridge at all? Yeah, I like do. Like you do like refrigerate it. Yeah. I, during COVID, I had like a little mini fridge um, that I bought for my skincare and I loved putting on like mm-hmm. freshly chilled yes. <laughs> skincare. It makes such a difference. Honestly, mm-hmm. I did the same thing and then I don't do it anymore, but I loved it. Yeah. The jade stays pretty cool though. Does, Does your it? rose quartz too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I don't think that I would need to stick that in the fridge. Like I yeah. just keep that in my mm-hmm. bag on my vanity, but yeah. So those are a couple. And then I love like body scrubs. Okay. To like exfoliate and Do you have a favorite body scrub? So I like the ones from Lush a lot. Like any kind of coffee okay. scrub. Yeah, I really yeah, like yeah. a good coffee scrub. I'm gonna start making my own though too. Okay. And see how those go. I would love to try like a natural scrub like yeah. that. I 
I feel like I always gravitate towards like bar soaps. Yeah. Keegan too, but like a goat milk soap. Yes. That kind of thing. Yeah. You actually had them at your shower, I yep. think. Um, but those are really, really nice too. Like I always I love a good bar soap. Yeah. I should look at that too a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They probably have good like exfoliating ones too. They you probably would think. do. Hmm. Yeah, I love like a good Himalayan salt too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that's about it. I have some makeup things on here too that I just. What is like your go-to makeup brand? Um, do you have one or do you use like kind of? I use a little bit of a mix, but I I always do like the same brand for different things. So like okay. my foundation is Mac. It's a liquid foundation. Love it. Okay. Or I do Bare Minerals, like a dry. Okay. Um, powder, I guess. I always liked Bare Minerals powder yeah. too. I've been – I need to find a new foundation. That's been something that I've yeah. been struggling with. I loved Unique's mm-hmm. um, foundation, but I just don't want to use it anymore. Yeah. So I feel like I need to branch out and find something different. What about you? What are your like go-to um, So I don't really have a go-to for foundation like I just kind of talked about. Um, My go-to for – mascara i use l'oreal like the telescopic Mm -hmm. like it's i've used it for years and years and years love that my eyebrows look like shit right now so don't (laughs) judge me but glossier boy brow i loved that too um i haven't ordered it in a while because again i've just been trying to not yeah um but other than that like as far as beauty care items deodorant um salt and stone Oh, okay. I've seen Santal and Vetiver. Okay. It smells so freaking good. Like it's like a perfume and a deodorant. It smells so great. Um, And it's a very like earthy, I don't know, like warm smell, like nice cozy scent. I really love it. Um, Speaking of scents, I'm just going to totally squirrel again. (laughs) But anything that is, I don't even know if I'm going to pronounce this right, but black chamomile, like that floral it reminds me of cancun every time i smell it it's like the most nostalgic scent in the world but i absolutely love and as far as skincare i am obsessed with this brand called good molecules oh okay i don't know if you've ever tried that but it is like all natural and it is such a good price point for skincare like their face wash is like eight dollars everything everything is eighteen dollars or less so it's such a good price point that's and apparently it's gotten really popular because they've been out of the face wash for like four weeks oh that's so i had to switch face washes which really was a bummer they don't have it on ulta anymore i couldn't find it on amazon and i've been to two different locations and they didn't have it in stock either but they have like a hyaluronic acid they have like the eye patches they have like a brightening serum they have a really nice hydrating serum like lotion for like your body the only thing that they've been out of is they're like they have like a rose water jelly cleanser that I love okay. and that's been like out of stock which is so sad because yeah. it's so good and it like feels so good and it's so natural and I honestly felt like my skin was getting really really good from yeah. it and then now that's a bummer <laughs> now I'm out of my cleanser <laughs> so I'm a little sad but good molecules is great and if you have like the I don't know if you've ever put anything into the Yuka app have you ever heard of the UK? I've app? heard of it, but I haven't used it. It basically like rates things on cleanliness. Okay. And that one is like 10 out of 10 really clean. Okay. I think it's at that scale. I could be wrong, but yeah. It is like top of the line on the cleanliness. I always care, like I really do try to care about that. Mm-hmm. But then I sometimes I'm getting like overwhelmed by just everything well, it that's is, and there's in so stuff. many. Yeah, well, yes. Yes. I had just bought a 
and I think I told you about this, but I had bought like a shampoo and conditioner that was like preached to me that it was clean. And then Mm -hmm. I ended up finding out that it had like an ingredient in it. And I benzipropanil or something like that. Mm -hmm. Something that I can't pronounce, but it was harmful to fertility. That's so scary. So I was like, that is terrifying. And then the company was like really bad and basically told me like, oh, we don't have it in there anymore. We just are still using our old packaging. And I was like, that's really sketchy. That is. So I actually just ordered – have you ever heard of the brand Pros? Yes. So I've used that brand before and I really liked it, but then it got expensive. And then they did a Black Friday special that was half off. So (laughs) I just ordered my shampoo and conditioner again. Nice. It's really nice. Nice. So, and that's like customizable. Like I really like their hair care. So, yeah. I'm excited to get that again. I'm going to write all three of those down and look into them. Good molecules look mm-hmm. into. That, like, if if you take anything away from it, <laughs> take away the skincare because okay. I love that brand. Okay. Awesome. Any other beauty items? I feel like we really did good with that one. Yeah, I think that we did too. <laughs> yeah. I've been wanting to try um, – is it It Cosmetics? I've been yeah. getting, like, ads for a – like CC cream kind of thing, but I haven't tried it personally and I've only seen like celebrities show it off. So I'm Mm -hmm. like, I just don't know if that's like how valid that is. Yeah. But no, I haven't actually tried it. Okay. So we talked about must have beauty items, must have health products, must have clothing essentials. Is there anything Mm -hmm. that is like a go-to have to have in your closet going into winter? Oh my gosh. That's hard. I think, um, a good coat. Yes. <laughs> like I love the coat that I got for this season. Is it like a parka? It's like a – no, it's like a pew coat, like a businessy. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, Is that it what it's like called, wool? a pew coat? P- yes. Pew yep. Pew P- yeah. coat. P- I think so. <laughs> pew coat. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like uh, – um, yeah, it's like a wool material. Nice. And I love it. What color? Um, it's like the camel color, like okay, you know, cute, yeah, so cute. Is yeah. it longer? Yes. Oh, cute! I can picture it. Yeah, I love it. So I'm obsessed it. with that. I feel like for winter that would be my go-to. And then I love jeans. I love jeans. So where do you get your jeans? That's a specific. Like I feel like yeah. everybody's got their jean brand. Yeah. Now I'm like liking Abercrombie jeans, and I feel like that makes me sound like basic, but no, they're, they're good. amazing. They're so good. They are so good. So that's what and I, I feel spent like they've gotten money better. On. Like, yes. I feel like they weren't – they, like, went through a period where they weren't good, and now, yes. like, they're really good. They're I agree with good. you on that. Abercrombie's so, got some good jeans. I really wanted to thrift some, mm-hmm. but it's so hard because I, like, have to do the long, and it's hard to find. It is hard long. to find. I feel yeah. like you'd have to, like – in and to find them, I feel like you would really have to go to more of, like, a Play-Dohs mm-hmm. type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like yeah. You can stumble upon them at the thrift, too, but it just – it's a lot more digging. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, those are good ones. So a good coat and jeans and yeah. I'm trying to think. My winter has looked very different because I've just been in like comfy clothes all the time. I think slippers. Nice. That's a good one. I have to have a good pair of slips. Yeah, that's a great one. I'm passionate about my slips. I've been wearing the same slippers (laughs) probably since the sixth grade. They're like the tan ones with like the little white fur. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Those are my my slips and I love them. I love those. Lately, I've been really into cardigans too. And I think that that's just like with nursing and stuff, Mm -hmm. I feel like that's just easier. Yeah. Jeans. I haven't been as passionate about jeans, but that's just because everything's fitting a little funny right now. Um, But I do like Abercrombie jeans. So the question was growth Mm -hmm. and sharing your biggest like growth lesson or um, learning lesson 
Personal growth moment would be my ability to love myself and have self-compassion and not be such a perfectionist with everything. Uh I think just knowing that I'm going to make mistakes in life and it's okay and that people are still going to love me and like I'm still going to love myself and it doesn't take away from my character or who I am if I make a mistake like that's how we grow and learn. Yeah. So I think just fully embracing those moments rather than like running from them. I that's that. been my biggest personal growth. Do you think that there's any like event or anything that happened that like got you to that point? I think a huge part of it was Mark. Like okay. just his unconditional love for me and mm-hmm. like loving me in any version like it doesn't matter if I make a mistake he still loves me and I think that just having that relationship has helped me to find like my self-love too which has been really beautiful so that would be like the do you feel like that's been like do you feel like that's been the most transformative like in the last couple years I think so you were Mm -hmm. yeah I think so I feel like I am definitely my hardest critic And I'm so hard on myself, like my inner voice and just all of that, Mm -hmm. which I like because I do hold myself to a high standard and I do push myself in all of that. But I think like being able to have self-compassion though and give myself grace Mm -hmm. is much needed. That's so cool. What does that like look like for you on like a – like do you have a – situation or anything that's like happened like recently like maybe as you're and I don't know Mm -hmm. because you're it sounds like you're doing a really fantastic job at work with your promotion and everything yeah but have you had any moments that have been like kind of like you've had to kind of give yourself grace as you've been like learning something new or taking on something new yeah I think so for sure I mean um like even last month at work a lot of our stuff is like performance based and production based and so it comes down to like end of the month numbers. Okay. Um and so last month our numbers weren't as high as I would have liked them to be. Okay. And so even like a moment like that it's like we did a couple things wrong in the last couple weeks there mm-hmm. where we could have done better and it was just like a mis- like a couple mistakes yep. that I made and it's like I At first, my initial reaction was like, oh, I'm so mad at myself. Like, I just want to like beat myself up over it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know what? Nope. It's okay. Yeah. And I actually told my supervisor like how I was feeling, like a total like honest about it. Like, oh, that was really hard for me. that's really good too. Yeah. Like to be able to open up and like put that vulnerability Mm -hmm. out there and like admit to that. I think that's a huge step, obviously. I think so. And she was like, no, like, this is fine. We're going to grow and, like, you know, you can learn from it and do better next time. And, like, Mm -hmm. that's how you grow. And I think that's huge. Yeah. To embrace those moments instead of shying away from them or. Well, yeah. And instead of trying to, like, brush them under the rug. Like, just fully, like, acknowledging it and, yeah, choosing to learn from it and become Mm -hmm. better from it. And and give yourself the grace to learn the lesson, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I think – in your last position, you could be the best of the best in whatever that was, but mm-hmm. that's not getting you – like you're not growing right. in that. So take on something new where yep. maybe you aren't the very, very best at mm-hmm. it, but you'll get there and kind of giving yourself grace along the way. For sure. I love that. So that would be mine. 
And I think too, even to like keep building that into relationships as well, Mm -hmm. like maybe in arguments and stuff, like not being, not loving things that you've said or whatever. It's just like it happened and you just got to move forward. Yep. And just, yeah, reflect on Mm -hmm. it, take it for what it was and learn from it. Yep. I think I honestly feel like mine is along those same lines and I don't think that I necessarily have like a word to describe it per se. I think a lot of my growth too has happened from just like acknowledging my faults and kind of going inward, like you said, like kind of, I don't know, kind of like reflecting and I'm somebody who would always want to like talk things out and obviously being like a very social and like extroverted person. I feel like a lot of my biggest growth opportunities and things that I've learned and lessons that I've learned have come from going within. So Mm -hmm. a couple things that I just think of offhand, I had a situation during the last election where I posted something political on my Instagram. I've talked about this and I got a lot of backlash for it. And in that moment, I definitely could have handled it better. Instead, I did not handle it well. And then I decided to just peace out and go completely Mm -hmm. offline for like, I think I was offline for like six weeks, which was Mm -hmm. awesome. Um, Highly recommend unplugging. (laughs) Um, And I wish that I wouldn't have like run away from it in that way. But I do think that I needed that time to just like truly unplug. And that allowed me to go inward. It allowed Mm -hmm. me to go for walks and not worry about posting and... I don't know, just being online. Like that was definitely something that was really nice for me just to like learn more about myself, why I reacted the way that I reacted. Again, kind of like that intimacy line, like into me, I see like getting intimate with myself and figuring out why I was so triggered by that as opposed to just like defending my stance. Obviously I posted something for a reason. It was something that I believed in. Mm -hmm. So instead of just having that like adult conversation, I just blocked Mm-hmm. Like block, block, block. I blocked every account that I could block and then I hopped offline. Yeah. Um. So I think that I grew a lot in that just from recognizing like the way that I reacted. So yeah, kind of like going inward. And I think being obviously in my motherhood journey, I've talked about that too, but it has forced me to slow down in a lot of ways. And I think that that's been really good too. Like it has really forced me to like look myself in the mirror and look my thoughts in the mirror and journal and mm-hmm. like the whole thing. I've been by myself for the last six weeks, yeah. like apart from check-ins, which thank God for people yeah. checking in. But it has been like very much like my journey with her. And like, if I know that I'm getting into a dark place, because obviously we are going into a season that is very dark mm-hmm. and I am a very much summer season kind of person. Um, I love sunlight. I love daylight. I love being outside. I love fresh air. That's very therapeutic to me. And so when I find myself going into any sort of dark space, growth for me happens being outside. So just recognizing those cues and being able to find those different outlets. I would say that one of my biggest growth moments too was actually when I was working at Free People. Um, So I left Plato's and I worked at, I was working at Free People and I was only there for like a handful of months. Like I literally think I was there for like three months and it was just not it for me. Like, I don't know if you've ever made a job switch where you're like- wow, this is not it. Like the grass was not greener. Um, and the environment was just really, really toxic for me personally. Um, and I was working with the same people and it was just not jivey. Like it was not 
it was just not a good environment and I feel like I get along with everybody. So it was just, I don't know why, but it wasn't good and it wasn't gelling. And I very much had to like recognize that. And for me in that moment, I remember feeling so like beat myself up the same way that you were kind of feeling about like not giving yourself grace in those moments. And like, I definitely was very harsh on myself and thought that I was the problem. And I remember being so like disheartened by the fact that in that moment I was going back to Play-Doh's. Like I took that as like, I'm taking mm-hmm. a step back, but it wasn't because I was taking a step back for my happiness. So it was like, yeah, if that truly was where I was happy and I stuck it out at Play-Doh's for another three years and I kept growing through different positions and I absolutely loved it. And I think that I just honestly, not that I wasn't ready to leave. I just think that it was like the wrong move. But I was able to take lessons from that and those interactions and grow from that in that way. But I think that that whole that whole experience, I was able to kind of like change my mindset around that and give myself grace, grace in the way that it wasn't a step back for me. Like I think that that like kind of getting out of your own head and changing that script a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um Cause I remember that being something that I had a really, really hard time, like telling people, Oh, I'm back at Play-Doh's like, I'm right back where I was. Mm -hmm. And I think that I originally took that job shift initially because I had gotten my degree and there was so much pressure. Like I now have a degree. I can't Mm -hmm. continue doing what I was doing before I had the degree. Like I just had a lot of like external thoughts or pressure that I was putting on myself that were so unnecessary. And I think we all kind of do that to ourselves. Um, but I think that yeah. you just really, it taught me that you really just need to follow your heart and be where you're happy. Yes. So, and whatever that looks like, like totally. you don't owe anybody yeah. the sad, like that satisfaction. Like that's. That literally gives me chills because yeah, it's so it, it true. It is so true. Like there's so much of that pressure. And especially I think when people are graduating and even mm-hmm. going to school, like I'm so glad that there has been such a shift and like people can go to school for the trades or mm-hmm. different passions and they're more pursuing passions now as opposed to just pursuing a degree because I changed my major like four different times I have 79 credits that don't go towards anything yeah. and I just felt all of this pressure. like pressure to get that degree and I'm glad that I have it now but it I had no idea what I wanted to do and mm-hmm. I don't know I yeah. think that you just you got to do what makes you happy. And yeah. I'm really glad that that's kind of shifted a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like I even look at Keegan and yes, he could go be a music teacher and he'd be fantastic at it. And that was what his degree was in. Um, and I hope that he still continues to pursue music. But at the same time, knowing where he's at now with his work and the skills that he's learned, he could have so gone for like engineering or now he's going mm-hmm. to get his construction license. Like there's so many of those other avenues that we were never taught in school. Exactly. I don't know. I don't even know if that was the question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love where that. Oh my word. I love where that conversation went because I do think so many people have external pressures even later in life too. Like mm-hmm. It could be anything. I think school is a big one. And I think, honestly, marriage is a big one. Huge. Kids. I think there's a lot of pressure around how you raise your kids. Well, not even just raising your kids, but having kids. Yeah, how you have – Like, there's so much – there's so much pressure around that, too. Like, there are a lot of people that just don't want them. And I think that's completely okay. Mm -hmm. Keegan and I were on the fence for a while, too. Yeah. And I think – one thing I want to try to work on is being grounded 
It's mm-hmm. something I think we've talked about, like, with that Aaliyah. That is the funniest thing. Alyssa, when we talk about the next question about the six <laughs> words, I put that on as one of your Did words. You? So even if you think that you're not a grounded person, yeah. I feel grounded when I'm in your space. Good. I'm really glad. I'm really glad. That literally was the first word that yeah. I put down for you. I'm glad you feel that way because um, I think it's just so important to feel grounded and, like, lean into your intuition Mm-hmm. And just know that whatever decisions you make in your life, it's for you and like your exactly. happiness and what you want because um, any like pressure from outside forces, like I know there was a, I felt quite a bit of pressure around like our wedding and all of that. And it was probably me, honestly, like putting just, the pressure on yourself. Yeah. And like kind of internalizing because I really don't think like our parents really cared that much about how, you know, you how we did it. But I think I felt a level of pressure and I, you know, I think it's just like leaning into what you want. Yeah. Because at the end of the, the day, you know what you want. Mm-hmm. You just have to like find that intuitive, you know. Nature and mm-hmm. tune out the. Yeah. The, the people pleasing, like tune yes. that out. Yeah, And I think that, honestly, if I could sum up that whole thought that I just had, that's been the biggest thing is, like, mm-hmm. losing that. Yeah. Because I have always been, like, a people-pleasing person. <laughs> We're just stretching. She's so cute. I know. Oh, Aww. my gosh. But, yeah, just turning out that, like, people-pleaser mentality because it really doesn't – and yeah. you're thinking – I don't think that anybody else thinks about what you're doing as much as you think about what you're doing. Like no yeah. one else gives a rat's ass really. It's right. do what makes you happy. Exactly. You. Well, that's the other thing too. Like I remember um, not to like bring it back to our wedding again, but like. <laughs> I keep doing it too. <laughs> but like. It was a good day. Yeah. <laughs> but ultimately like, you know, Mark and I are like the ones who like whoever, you know, if you're getting married, like it's like for you. Right. You know, that's for you and the person that you're getting married to. And yep, like, it's your day. Truly, everyone else will definitely show up. Like, the amount of love and support that we had from so many people from like the bachelorette party that was so much freaking fun. Mm-hmm. And like, that whole time leading up to our wedding, we felt so loved and supported. But, um, you know, after the fact, like, it's, it's you and like the person that you're marrying. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's about and everything. So, it's your life. People are going to celebrate with you and like have fun and um, celebrate your wins and stuff, but they won't always be there. Like right. it's so it's like you're not doing it for anybody but yourself. Exactly. One of my sayings this year has been that no one is going to want something for yourself as much as you. So like honestly, if you have a dream or a goal that you want to accomplish, nobody wants it more than you. And I think just remembering that Yes, there will be people along the way who will encourage you, but there's also going to be a lot of people who are going to discourage you and tell you that you can't do it. And I think you just have to find that inner truth and know the best thing for you and your life. And no one can make those decisions other than you. Yep. Do we have anything else that you wanted to share in regards to advice? One that I've just heard over and over and over again recently has been this too shall pass. Yep. I feel like people throw that around all the time, but Mark's mom says it a lot and I've actually heard it 
at work quite a bit and um, just from different people all yeah. over. And honestly, it's so true. That yeah. would be my advice for this season of like whatever. Love everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I love that. I feel like the one that um, the one that was kind of sticking out to me, and I don't know, are you still listening to Mel Robbins? Yeah. Her let them theory. Love that. Me too. Mm-hmm. So the, essentially, if you have not listened to Mel Robbins, um, she has a theory that she talks about a couple times on different episodes of her podcast where it's called the let them theory. And it's basically like losing the emotional response and essentially like letting go of control, surrendering control over every situation a little bit, because Mm -hmm. once you let that go and just let them do what they're going to do, it will bother you a whole lot less. Yep. So it just, it, it's all talking kind of more about like finding your peace by just letting them do what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Like Alyssa and I were talking about earlier, like people chewing and that being like a huge pet peeve. Yeah. Just let them. Yep. And then it just kind of like, I know yeah. that's like a bad example, but it does kind of make it like just disintegrate in mm-hmm. your mind a little bit. Like it just makes it matter less. Right. It is like a surrender. Yes. Because otherwise it's all consuming uh-huh. of your thoughts and yep. everything. Yeah. So I don't know. I think they'll that's let them. That's a great one. The let them theory. Yeah. Is the one that just keeps sticking out to me. I always um, think of that one too as it's a really good way to gauge what other people are kind of thinking and mm-hmm. how they're just like what's important to them. Yeah. And if you want an answer, sometimes you just got to watch and listen to what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. And that might give you like everything that you need to know. Yeah. To – you know, just kind of step back and mm-hmm. like, yeah, surrender control yeah. of the situation and just let them do. Yep. Cause they're going to do what watch they want to do. And yeah, and it's that'll like be telling. Yeah. Because sometimes I feel like it, it helps with not like changing or trying to control people mm-hmm. or change them. Yep. Cause they're going to be who they are and yep. do what they want. So I think, yeah. Yeah. Cause you can change people for like a short period of time, but. Yeah, but eventually they're going to – yeah, they're going to be the way that they're going to be. That's a really good one. I like that too. Okay, and then I think the one – the last question that we had was – and how did she word it? Let me pull it up. Okay, the last question that we had was describe each other in six words and share why you chose each word. Okay. So – I'll start. Okay. Perfect. Um, okay. So my six words for Alyssa. Um, the first one is present. We've talked about this a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> oh. Um, okay. But the word was present. And I think that that's pretty obvious. I think that anybody who knows you in person and has had a conversation with you in person can feel how present you are in every situation. Like you're just fully engaged. You're not distracted. Like you're just fully where you are. You're all there. The other one that I put was grounded. And I, it's something that we've talked about tonight, but I think that like being in your presence, you feel grounding. Like your energy feels calming. Oh, good. Um, solidifying like I don't know how to describe that whether you feel grounded as a person or not I'm not sure but being in your presence yeah 
makes me feel more grounded because you have such a calming like aura about you and you feel grounded as a person. So it like, thank you. That's so nice. Yeah. It's a very grounding energy. Um, good warm. Oh, um, so warm is the other one. And I think that that like, I honestly think that you could like talk to a thermostat. Like I feel like you get along with like anybody, like anybody could come into a conversation and feel like welcomed and fully embraced by you. I think you're gentle. Um, and I feel that like, I don't know you on like a professional level by any means, but I feel like you would have like a, you would be to the point and you'd be direct, but I feel like you'd have a gentle approach. Mm -hmm. Like if you had a conflict, I feel like you would be confrontational, but you would have like a gentle, like, I think empathetic was another one that I put on here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. an empathetic approach. Yeah. Um, nurturing. I put I put nurturing on there because I think I, and I have just felt that a lot during this whole like maternity postpartum everything but I feel like you've been very nurturing you've been checking in um you provided us so many meals so many good meals um and I feel like you just have that like motherly nature about Aww. you already thank you um and you just care for like the people that are in your circle like I think that that's very yeah. evident and then okay so then I did empathetic and then the other put the other word that I put on here was intimate and I want to explain this one I feel like you're just somebody that like when people talk to you I, and again I think this just comes with like the comfort thing but I feel like I could like vent to you about anything mm-hmm. like I could literally like spill my deepest, darkest secrets Mm -hmm. and know that they would be like, that you would hold them Mm -hmm. and you'd hold space for them and you wouldn't like go share them. Like you're just a very like intimate person. I'm so glad that we did this podcast together because I feel like it's been so nice to get closer I think to so you, too. Like, I think so especially too. just in this chapter of our lives, mm-hmm. it's really nice. Yeah. Grace, that was a great question. That was a really good question, Grace. Okay. <laughs> so the six words that I chose for you. So the first one I put was intentional because Aww. I think every single thing you do is done with a clear purpose and you have a focus. And mm. I think – like you shared the other day about how you just want to be like a good role model and influence mm-hmm. to Abby. Yeah. And I think you just know what your focus is in life mm-hmm. and you are just so intentional about it. That is so sweet. And I feel like that's shifted a lot mm-hmm. like since having her. Like I feel like that – like it just – it made your – it made my purpose bigger. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like it that just makes put a lot more, of sense. I don't want to say it put more pressure on it, but it did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm no longer living for just me. Yeah. So I love that. It's a good one. Um, I also I put that. ambitious yeah. because you have a lot of drive to succeed in so many capacities. Like it's not just work, it's Thank like you. being, you know, just ambitious in every way. Like you're like, yes, I'll do a podcast. Like, you know, you have your clothing resale, you have, you know, your family, and it's just like you strive for the best for everything that you do. Thank and I you. think that's amazing. I also put loving because Aww. I think you have one of the biggest hearts and you care so deeply for people and you're so kind. Thank you. So oh, these are so loving. nice. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Um, okay. I also put strong because you are 
so confident and determined and you forge your own path. Like seriously, you're not easily influenced and you just, you know, like I was so inspired by your birth story. Thank you. Yeah. I seriously, that's, and that is funny that you say that because I feel like, and I don't want to say that that's a front that I'm putting on because I don't, like I, I will take that. That is a very, very nice compliment. But I do feel like there are so many moments that I, and I don't know, I, I think that all of our inspiration comes from other people, right? Like mm-hmm. I think that, um, and I feel like Matt talked about this too, like a lot of what we spin is not like an original idea, right? Like mm-hmm. it's things that we saw that we were inspired by or like regurgitated information and how we've chose to apply it. Yeah. But I definitely do, I guess, in that sense, like choose what I choose to surround myself with or I don't know, like I always cons- – like I don't want to say that my mind is like malleable, but I do like – I take in a lot of advice and viewpoints, but then I still hold my own yeah. in terms of what I choose to use. And yeah. I feel like I've had to kind of explain this to Keegan a lot too because – this is something that we've talked about a lot with like parenting because I do seek advice from my friends who have been through it before. Yeah. And he's made a lot of comments like about wanting to parent her in our own way, which we will obviously, but that does not mean that I am not going to seek advice from someone who has three kids and has been through it before. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So then I take whatever I'm hearing from them and then I choose what mm-hmm. feels right for me. So long winded point on that yeah. one, but and it's just something that I've. Yeah. That I honestly have felt like not that strong in. So mm-hmm. that's really yeah. affirming to hear that that's something that you feel or something mm-hmm. that you've seen. Definitely. In me. Yeah. I think you're just so like smart with how you absorb information and you, you decide what's best for you. I think that thank definitely you, you. comes through. So, um, okay. The other two that I have, I have Lively. And I will say, um, you just have this energy that is like contagious. I feel like after I spend time with you, my cup is like full and I, that is so nice. (laughs) These are so nice. It's just like, yeah, your energy is contagious. You're so fun and you're so just like whimsical. I feel like you just live and you go for it and you're free. I feel like. That's like the vibes I get. And wow, it's just very nice refreshing. <laughs> oh my gosh. That it's was so nice. refreshing. Grace must have known that we needed like a little pick me up boost. For real. Wow. So my last one on here is that you're creative because you. you have an eye for design. And I thank think you, that comes you. through in like the things that you create for our social media or like the wardrobe you create for yourself or your house. It's like Everything. I feel like everything yeah. you do is creative. Thank so. you very much. Mm-hmm. That was good. What a good one. Do we want anything else in the <laughs> I included? think it was a lot. <laughs> I just wanted to thank you guys for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed listening and want to help support us, it would be great if you could leave us a rating and leave us a review. It means so much to us. You can do this on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the Lightly Salted Podcast if you want to stay in the loop on everything happening behind the scenes. Have a great week, everybody, and talk to you next Thursday. Bye.